My Story, an Autobiography of a Homosexual Christian by Derek Michael Shaw. Episode 15, Moving for Love. Chapter 9, 2011. January 2011, I loaned Tracy $2,000 so that he could get deep cleaning on his teeth. He hadn't seen a dentist for several years. Being a video game reviewer had many perks, but health benefits weren't one of them. He had made a commitment to bettering his health, though, which I fully supported. And in only a few months, he had paid me the money back. I took it as another positive step towards our future together. Around this time, I also started helping him with his credit, as he had no credit cards and a sub-600 credit score. I put him as an authorized signer on one of my credit cards and helped him pull credit reports to pay off some small collections under his name. Around this time, I started occasionally visiting a gay bathhouse in Portland called STEAM. This was only when Tracy traveled for work, such as game conferences or seeing a demo of a new game. I never actually hooked up with anyone when I went there. I just enjoyed the showers, steam room, and hot tub. I also enjoyed the exhibitionist and voyeuristic opportunities. In general, I was younger and in better shape than most of the other men who would be visiting. And I figured it was also a way to make me hornier so we could have awesome sex when Tracy came back. I did keep these visits from Tracy for many years, though, as I knew he wouldn't understand. I had tried to bring it up with him once, but he had no interest in bathhouses, saying they were quote-unquote dirty. If anything, they were just as clean as any other gym shower, and they were strictly monitored by public health. But I couldn't convince him of any of this. Looking back, I shouldn't have been keeping secrets, and I wasn't able to express my need of feeling sexually attractive, since I wasn't always getting that from him. In March, I visited Megan and Mike in Seattle and wrote Tracy this note. Just climbing into bed right now and wish you were here so we could cuddle. I love you so much, mister. You are so special to me, and I'm so lucky to have you. I hope you have a good Saturday. Things were going pretty well. We hadn't been fighting, we had been living together for several months, and I think I even started to sleep in his bedroom occasionally. Also in March, Tracy had gotten an interview with Unity Technologies, which was based in San Francisco. By the end of April, he had accepted a position in developer relations. His salary more than doubled from what he had made as a video game writer. Unity agreed to pay for our move to San Francisco, and they gave him six months to move down there. We were both very happy with how life was proceeding, although we also had some concerns. I remember Tracy pushing me away a little bit at this point, saying he sometimes felt like breaking up. He also said I didn't have to come with him to San Francisco if I didn't want to. This was more of his avoidant attachment style surfacing, and he was still unsure about the level of commitment he wanted to give. For me, I had already committed to him when I gave him his ring, so there was no doubt in my mind that I would go with him wherever he went. We were also both a little worried how our relationship would change being in the gay Mecca. Each of us thought the other would meet someone new and move on from our relationship. In May, Tracy and I took a trip to San Francisco and spent time with our friend Carmen. She worked in PR for video games and was a longtime friend of Tracy's. 
She was excited we'd be moving down to the Bay Area, and she wanted to show us the fun we could have. She actually took us to a very nice spa in Napa Valley. Tracy and I got mud baths and massages. Towards the end of the session, we were left alone in the room together. I climbed onto Tracy's table and straddled him. Looking into each other's eyes, we promised that we would love each other forever and would always be there for each other. It seemed so magical and perfect. We had already come so far and gone through so much. Here, I got some form of commitment from Tracy. This was the type of vow I had been looking for, even though I still hadn't gotten a ring from Tracy. We did another trip to San Francisco in June, this time trying to find an area we would want to live in. We didn't make any decisions, but we both liked Coal Valley. And in July, I told my parents that we would be moving to San Francisco, and I also bought a new car, as my old Ford Focus was having mechanical problems. Using that car as a down payment, Tracy and I took out a loan together on a new 2012 Ford Focus. This was our first shared debt, as we were listed as co-owners to the vehicle. We also got a joint credit card at Mattress World when we bought a new Tempur-Pedic mattress, and we jointly bought a bed frame from Pier 1. I felt like a real adult, and once again took pride in my relationship and its trajectory. By August, I had started applying for jobs in San Francisco, but didn't take it too seriously, as we still had a few more months in Portland. For my 31st birthday, Tracy surprised me with a trip to Las Vegas. At the same time, his knee had started to swell up for unknown reasons. He had been running again, so we thought he had possibly torn something. While it was a fun trip, it was also stressful because I didn't want him to hurt himself further. I remember crying as we walked down the strip, him in physical pain and me feeling emotional pain at my inability to help him. We later found out that the swelling was due to psoriasis. Tracy had always had it, even as a child, but it had now turned into psoriatic arthritis. This meant he had an autoimmune disease, different from his mother's, but still a life-altering diagnosis. It was a scary time as he went through a few different drugs early on. Eventually, he settled on Enbrel, a once-a-week injectable medication. After he messed up one of the first shots he took, I became his nurse, giving him his shot every week, refilling the prescription monthly, and disposing of Sharps containers when they became full. The last weekend in October found us once again in San Francisco. We needed to find an apartment as we would be moving down in another couple of weeks. It took an entire week of me searching and calling about places while Tracy worked at the Unity office. Miraculously, I found an amazing apartment between Twin Peaks and the Castro. A two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment with an updated kitchen, lots of closet space, and a parking space. At $2,500 per month, it was also a steal. We did need to provide additional documents to rent the place. Tracy still had some lingering credit issues, but we eventually got it. And the best part, at least in my mind, was that we were moving in right below a gay Christian couple. There was John, who had gone to Wheaton College a few years after me, and Dustin, his partner. By November 8th, we were in San Francisco. While we were both excited, we also had concerns about meeting other people and falling out of love. For me, 
I only had concerns about Tracy, as I knew I couldn't ever betray him like that, not after I had given him a ring, left behind my family, and moved to a new state for this boy. Christmas 2011 I spent in Montana, visiting my mom and dad, Jonathan and a very pregnant Kendra, and Jason, Rachel, and their clan. Tracy didn't come along, and only Jonathan and Kendra asked about him. While I enjoyed seeing family, these trips were becoming harder and harder because I felt my family wasn't making any progress with accepting me as a homosexual. They didn't seem to care about my actual life in Portland or San Francisco, and they certainly didn't care about Tracy, the person I cared about more than anything else in the world. Next time on My Story, Episode 16, Halo. Halo.